Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is the Couch Potato Sports Report here at Mission Rose Studios. Live, live, live. Good evening, gentlemen. Good, good, How evening, we doing? good evening. Good evening, good evening. How you feeling tonight? Feeling good. It's feeling good, feeling great. It's fri really. Yes, it's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, let's go ahead and jump things off quickly. So LeBron, we talked about last week him being um the first active player to be reach billionaire status. And apparently that money is itching his pocket. So he's wants to buy, wants to own a team in Vegas. What are your thoughts on that? Is is it I think is it's a good? great idea. I think it's a great idea. I, I've always thought that uh, NBA players with the money that they make today, I, I don't know why more of them are not trying to move their money in that direction. Uh, they make a lot of money that they blow. So, you know, why not be proactive and uh, on a team? That way um, you can become uh, the boss in a, in a situation where a lot of them guys don't, don't get to be. But, you know, of course, the good old boys club got to let them in. And, let's, uh, well, let's be honest. It takes more than an NBA salary to, to own a team. So don't, don't we kind of afford – does, Le does LeBron have the luxury of having multiple million dollar endorsements to kind of pass I, I think pockets? he could get it because he's a billionaire now mm -hmm. and he's going to be he, he worth one billion dollars right now. And I think before it's all said and done, he's going to be worth three, four billion dollars before it's all said and done. Wow. Oh, gee. Yeah, I, I, he's got he's got a lot of rich friends and, and that certainly helps. Um, but he's very business savvy. And so, sure, he he doesn't have like a uh, single owner kind of money, but he could be the, the lead or the face of a, a management group that owns team. We've seen that before, especially with former players, whether it be NFL or NBA that are in that group. Um, but no, I, I think LeBron being as much of a face of the NBA as he is, I think that would be a good thing for not only him, but the NBA and also continuing to grow NBA as a whole in, in America. Question. So, what didn't MJ was, wasn't he part owner of, of Charlotte at one time? Yeah. And then it was the thing where he, the, the infamous Kwame Brown pick and him ended up playing to and most people, most of the players standing around watching him. So, and I, and I remember some comments about it, it not really being good for the game for him to play such a role. Are we, have we evolved in terms of our thoughts on that then? I think he was part on a, of Washington. Okay. Okay. And he went into that deal with the owner saying that he was going to eventually sell the, to MJ. And at the last minute, he did not do it. Mm. And it it made Mike mad, which rightfully so. I mean, when you tell me, okay, we're going in this like this, and then when I try to get that and you don't allow me to get it, which is exactly what happened, that's when he left the Wizards. He got in in Charlotte with Bob Johnson, mm -hmm. who was the only black owner in the NBA. And, uh, you know, he was on a BET and all that stuff. So he brought Mike in and so slowly moved him through. And I guess the money got bigger and Mike got majority owner of the, of the club. So I hate that we have to go through those channels, you know, to do stuff like that. But I, I just think if, if, if LeBron uh, does this, 
hopefully it'll give a lot of these other athletes that you got the avenue, especially these big time guys that really make big money. James Harden, don't he make about 50 million a year? Something, Something like that. that. Okay, come on now, 50 million a year, and you you do that for you one of those guys you and you make 50 million for and you're a young buck, you know, six, seven, eight years and you try to do your money right, then you could possibly move in that direction. And also LeBron is is the ultimate um role model. Uh you never hear any bad things about LeBron off the court. I mean uh, you know, those types of things mean a lot. And I definitely think that he has done a good job of protecting and building his, his brand. His brand, right. Um, but I wonder, do you think he might run into some politics and red, red tape? Because remember a few years ago when the Hornets, not the Hornets, uh, New Orleans, the Pelicans were right. going to be sold and the NBA came in and said, nope, not going to happen. So do you think potentially... It, it, it could be the other owners and the NBA as, as a whole kind of blocking something like this happening because it, it does have implications for the future if players start buying teams. It, it, it does, but I think that I think that LeBron has he has really a good team around him, and I think that they already know that that's a possibility, and I think that uh, they probably prepared for that. I'll just say that. And you say he's got a good team around him, but the thing that sticks out to me, and I know he was probably younger, but I think back to the decision and how that was really um, monetized and really kind of became more than what it should have been. What decision? What you talking about? When he went to Miami? Really? Take my really? towns to South Beach. Really? Well, you know, <laughs> you know even the, the best billionaires don't always make – say the right thing or make the best decision. You know, look at Magic. You know, he told you early on in his business career, he made a $200 uh, million dollar mistake, a $200,000 mistake or something like that, where he could have signed with uh, Nike. Nike and he signed with Adidas. Converse or something. Converse, yeah. So, I mean, look at that. So, you know, I, 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 think, I think he'll be fine. I, I really do. I just think now... Where he's at now, good guy. I mean, he's got all all the good things around him. I think I think it can happen. New, Las Vegas seems like such a a tourist place. So, do you really think that they could build a fan base with an NBA team in that area? You know, I thought about that because it's 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 a tourist. I mean, it's a tourist focused city. But look at all the activity in professional sports in Vegas over the last couple of years. We've got we've got the Raiders that are now there. They've got a. They opened a new hockey franchise, uh, the Golden Knights in Vegas, and and you hear more and more talk about just more professional sports in Vegas. So, Vegas is a beautiful city. It's got certainly the the potential to be a big time, kind of marquee city for professional sports, and maybe they're going for one. It, like New York has has at least one team in in all the four major professional sports. Vegas could be kind of the next one on that list uh, as well. I think his goal, the, your goal is to make money. So, you know, no matter how, yeah, I want to win, but I want to make money. So I think out there, he knows that if they get a team, they, they're not going to win the first number of years, but they're going to make money. That's the yeah. key. They're going to make money. I can certainly see state the stadium selling out just because it's a part of, 
one another attraction in it's, Vegas. It's You're in Vegas, so in hey, Vegas. you go to you go to an NBA game, right. and possibly we're opening the door for some some new fans to That's be right. born. That's exactly right. So let me ask you this then: LeBron is is used to winning and and performing at a high level, and he's going to have less of a direct impact on team performance. He's got he's got the bigger picture view, that strategic view. Do you, how do you think he's going to adapt to that owner role and and not have his hands in like he does as a player? Like, is he going to be able to make that transition well? Well, uh, if he's smart, I think he's going to look at Mike, and I think he's going to look at the mistakes Mike has made and try to avoid those mm -hmm. and and base the way he operates off of that. That's a perfect example. Yeah, to me, the greatest player in the world, but. He's not the greatest uh, GM man, yeah. or the greatest, uh, you know, uh, picker of talent. I, I should say, Kwame. you know, and it's, it, he's always in that part. He's always going to be known for p making that Kwame Brown pick, mm, mm, mm. and and you know, so. Well, I, I I imagine LeBron, and he's, I like Mark Cuban, mm -hmm. um, not necessarily that I'm a, a Mavericks fan, but I like his style. He's certainly. He's not as heavy-handed as, say, the the owner of the of the Brooklyn Nets, um, but he certainly has his personality um, on that franchise. But there's also a respect for the process and the coaching and all that. He's not necessarily uh, needs to get involved with as as far as an owner. I, I think LeBron will have, yeah, he'll have to toe that line not to come at come at the, come at this as a basketball player, but as a businessman. I agree, but Mark Cuban, you know, you say that, but when he first got the Mavericks now, he made a lot of mistakes. He did. Because he was that owner that you said he's not. And he learned from that that he needs to be more quiet mm -hmm. than vocal. And I think he's a player's owner. I think his his players like him. But he, he had to learn that, you know, you can't manipulate the referees You just because you're on the team and it's in your arena that you can't have everything go your way. He had to learn how to do that because for a while, Mark Cuban was getting on everybody's nerves. He was. I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, and LeBron need to look at all those things and 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 learn from that. Because, you know, Cuban was a, a single guy. I don't know if he's still single. But he's then, married with kids now. Oh, okay. So then, you know, he was a a bachelor, mid-billionaire, and doing it any kind of way he wanted to do it. So, But, you know, LeBron has a good team around him now that helps him kind of decide about endorsement deals and business deals. And so, obviously, he's going to have a team. He's not going to be kind of that lone wolf owner. He's going to have his support team around. So I think he will be very wise and methodical in, the, in, in that process. But I would... I would like to see him succeed just from not only because I, I like LeBron and what he does for the NBA, but just from a player transitioning to an owner and having success. And I think he will. I, I really do. I, and, and look, really this is, do. this is, you know, my profession coming out. LeBron has a good therapist. You know, you know, why I say that because he has a, he has grown and learned to have a tremendous ability to process through and really understand what his brand is and make sure that he's connected to people who always have that first and foremost in the decisions that they make regarding him. So right. that, that, that's, that's, that's good therapy. I agree. All right. Agree. <laughs> Sounds good guys. All right. We're going to take a break folks here on the couch Tech sports report. We'll be back to talk some women's softball world series. Stay with us.
We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better, T-Bird, and the other guy. General, we're getting into it pretty good today. Um, nice to have you with us. We certainly invite you all to join us. Uh, you can be added to our email list to get alerts. You can listen to us live on Podbean. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can like us on Facebook. So a lot of opportunities for y'all to join in on the fun. We'd love to hear from you. We, we're talking sports like everyday folks around the water cooler at the barbershop. So we'd love to hear from you. love for you to join us and 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 chime in. Gentlemen, you know, I, I'm, I'm always all for let, letting us give the women the spotlight a little bit. Um, as I predicted, and I think no one's really surprised, Oklahoma sweeps Texas to win the 2022 Women's College World Series. It was there. It was never in doubt. They handily won game one, 16 to one game two, 10 to five. So second consecutive six all time. Is this a dynasty? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good question because, you know, <clears throat> two in a row. I really didn't even know that they won it last year. I mean, I saw it, mm -hmm. but it didn't stick with me now. If they win next year, I might call it a dynasty. They you said know. they set a World Series record for six home runs in the first game. Yeah, uh, I, and like I was telling you before, we I watched a lot of this game, OG, and uh, you saw the stars. Uh, I think the the left fielder for Oklahoma. Have you got her name? Um, you know, I think she's of the Samoan descent, and she is so. Jocelyn? Uh, very talented. I, I can't recall her name right now. But she's like legendary for OU and her time there. And, uh, you know, they gave her a big ovation coming off and everything. So, and I watched that game. And, again, to watch softball with women playing, it's in pure form. Again, it's in pure form. It's a difference watching men and women. Uh you can watch just the all-out hustle. It was 10, 10 to 1, I think, uh, going into the last inning. Uh, and then, uh, so Oklahoma, uh, they uh, switched pitchers. They they brought the pitcher out, get, let her get a standing ovation because, you know, all they needed was three outs. So they was doing all the handshakes and everything. But did Texas give up and say, oh, well, it's over? No, they didn't. Girls come in, they were still trying, with two outs, they were still trying. Uh, they were walk, taking their walks. They were getting on base. They had a base hit. Then girl hit a three-run homer. You know, got them 10-5. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? They still doing everything they can to win the game. And that's what that's what I love to watch. The, well, that's why I love to watch women because they play with so much heart, like, that guy that's hungry, mm -hmm. the way he plays. That's the way, to me, in women's sports, that's what you get every single time. You know, that that's why a big reason of why I love college sports is because they play for the love of the game. And in my opinion, I think that has changed a little bit with some of the men's collegiate sports. But all that to say, it, it there's, for 
you know, like it or, or not, there's not a next level for the women in, in college, in, in a lot of women college sports. And so it's, it, this is their last shot, their last, so they're put, I mean, their hearts are, they're playing with their hearts on their sleeves. And that is where that passion comes in, that excitement. And it's, it's exciting to watch because it's not about the money. It's just about for the love of the game. But you know, what's interesting, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I played a little softball growing up, but you've got little league teams, little league circuits for boys baseball, but I'm really not finding that I see a lot of there's, I, I think that some little league teams are allowing girls to play uh, baseball, but I don't know that there's a softball circuit for little girls to kind of start that start them early in terms of getting i mean there has to be an interest there's and one. they have they have They're, to be playing where they have travel travel girls softball they've got they've got they've more had it for years because my my daughter just really got, got finished with one i have never heard that yeah they have travel girls. what you got dex um this is uh producer dex the um player that you were talking about earlier is jocelyn Allo. that's her that's what jocelyn, I said, jocelyn. yeah well i was just i, forgot. I was helping him so, <laughs> so. But you know what they need? Not to interject or anything, but you know what they need? They need a softball World Series for the little girls. That's what I'm talking the, about. The little league. They can, they can play it. I'm I'm talking about little girls. Like, little boys can start uh, baseball at what? Four or five? Yeah, They're not having four, softball five. leagues that young for girls. I know they aren't. No, but it's, it's you can best that. believe it's coming. It needs to. It's coming. I mean, look at the, the – I mean, it's coming. Title Nine. It's it's coming. I mean, I guarantee you that it's coming. So, uh, do we do? Will we watch? Would we watch the softball World Series? I think so. Little okay. league, I little mean, league. I, I I just well, you watch. I watched the little league World Series with the guys, so I I would be prone to watch it. I'm a sports nut. It's sports. Yeah, you you are. Yeah, as net, long as it's, it's on the net. <laughs> as long as it's not on at the same time as really, <laughs> like, but I. And, and I think they. I, I think hate, they'll know they'll that know. they don't need to do that. Uh, right. Yeah. But to to answer your original question, is is OU a dynasty? And looking at college sports, women's sports in particular, it's a it's a four year run, and they have won in dominating fashion through the playoffs this year. I mean, dominating. And so, yeah, there's an argument to be made. Are they UConn women's basketball level dominant? Mm. Not. We're not quite there yet. But they they've got a, a, they've got some real potential here. Yeah, I, I definitely think that if we want to see the landscape, if we want to see the public participation increase when it comes to women's sports, we have to start. I think buying in early again, getting girls, getting families excited about girls playing any sport at a young age. I mean, the way you a little, the a little, little boys, you know, we, if you go to the toy section, there's a toy football, a toy best basketball, a toy baseball, you know, again, why can't we make those unisex and again, have, have, have options for little girls as well, because sports, yes, it's male dominated right now, but girls can play just as, just as well, if not better uh, than some of the guys. Well, uh, yeah. And when we get off air, I'm going to tell y'all something uh -oh. that I think you're going to like. Why we gotta wait till off there? Well, well, that's trust me, that's gonna be the best <laughs> thing. Anyway, you know they got. Uh, I seen that there's a girl. Uh, she she makes only female shoes, cleats for girl for women. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you don't hear them too much push female shoes. It's right. all guy shoes, right? 
So she, I think I forget how she started her little business, but and it's been good because look, hey, go there for female shoes. She got everything yeah. you need for for cleats, for for sneakers. It's all female. Every 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 girl growing up, I know with me when I was younger in sports, I learned very early my my shoe size in boys yeah. because they had the better shoes for playing sports. So that's that's good to hear. Again, we hope it'll catch on. Good conversation. We look forward to see more from OU. We're going to take a quick break, guys. Talk a little Braves. Again, join us live here on Podbean. We'll be back. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better T. Burton, the other guy, OG Andrew. Gentlemen, y'all are live this evening. Is it, you know, is it officially bikini season and y'all looking forward to vacation time, the summer rolling around? It can be bikini season in the winter. You know what? Is that what you said? I'm not, you know what? That, it's interesting that that's what you latched onto and all that you heard and all that I just said, bikini. Oh, did you say something else? No, oh. apparently not. Oh, uh, for our listeners, I will be posting pictures of Mike in a bikini on the Facebook page. Feel free to follow us at uh, the Cast uh, Potato Sports Report um, that it on you. Facebook. <laughs> and his OnlyFans link will be available. There we go. There we go. Moneymaker. Uh, let's talk some Braves, guys. They look... I maybe that's the the reason for the glow that you have tonight in the in the studio mike the the braves are on an eight game winning streak and sure there are a few wins in there that are expected but is this a trend are we excited moving into the month of june um oh gee do, do we do we, does the panic bus stop now about time like i <laughs> i am relieved to see they are finally putting it together because as as we all know it is a long season as Tifa says. And so so I'm glad to see that they're finally stringing some wins together, beating the teams that they should win, beat, and also taking some games from, from teams maybe they maybe that are a stretch. So I'm glad it's coming together. I'm glad the bats are starting to come alive. They're hot. And and it's it's long overdue. This is what we've been waiting for for the last two plus months. Well, typically we've always in the last Four or five years, we've gotten off to slow starts now. I know nobody wants that because it drives me nuts. I, th I think, you know, we, we've, we went through spring training. We've, you know, we've had enough at bats. Why is everybody else hitting and we're not? So, but this is definitely the part of the schedule where we need to make a move mm -hmm. because, you know, you, you're playing below 500 teams and you need to crush them. If you are who you say you are, you got to catch the, the Atlanta Braves. Okay, we've cut what three, four games. We're down to six and a half games now behind the Mets. And you know, I said if we can be around 
uh, five games behind the Mets at the All-Star break, then we're in striking distance, you know. right? It's Believe me, the Mets are not going to keep winning. If they do, they just good. It's good to be a New York fan all the way around. Right like now. The Yankees and the Mets are but playing. But we, we also, when we play the Mets, we must win the series. You know, to, to do cut you, games. Do you, are you confident that we could win a series? Yes, the, I, I really do. I, okay, let's look at pitching. We're going to be possibly getting Soroka back after the All-Star break. Uh, we're going to get, uh, uh, what's his name, the left-handed pitcher, uh, you know, and I hate to do that. Make me feel like <laughs> what's the what's the what's the guy that was in the uh Matzik? What's what what's his name? Uh come on. Look, really? Come on, guys. Where my people at? Anyway, we Tyler Matzik. Matzik, yeah. We we we're gonna get him back. Uh and, and then if you know Freed is pitching at all-star level. I think Ian Anderson needs to stretch it a little bit more. He worries me. Ian worries me because he walks a little bit too many people. But And we're hitting. I'm going to go on and say it, Drew. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall has picked it up some last six, seven games. He's batting 320 over that stretch. Got a few RBIs. Got a few homers. Yeah, he's doubled his, his home run count. He's yeah. up to four now. Okay. <laughs> but still, <laughs> hey. I take the singles and the doubles too, baby. I yeah. take the singles and the doubles too. So, yeah. like I tell you, at the end of the year, we'll see where he's at. Ronald Lacuna, Michael Harris. Look at the speed. Dansby. I watched their game the other night, and me and my grandson were at the game. We when we beat uh, the A's thirteen to two. The speed and the power was all in the stadium that night. You know, uh, stealing bases, uh, uh, hit and run. Uh, Dansby was flying around the, the bases. Acuna just, you know, Michael Harris is fast. That boy is really playing good baseball. Had a triple the other night. RBIs, we're getting hits from the left side. So if we can keep that up, yeah, I'm, I'm very confident in playing the Mets and beating them. Yes. I, I think so. Adam Duvall no longer leads the Braves in strikeouts. That That is the probably the least, uh, you know, the least why, are you, why are you trying to find the negative? I'm I just, mean, we're we on an eight-game winning streak, we are finally, and you trying to go negative. We are he's a, he's a realist, T-Bird. No, no, bump the realist part. Just keep keep up. Try, just follow we along here. We're on an eight-game winning streak, and you trying to find the bad stuff. I'm just – Adam Duvall is, is not le- leading. Austin Riley now does. But Austin Riley is producing. He's hitting home runs. He's hitting RBIs, you know, base hits. That is production where you can live with some strikeouts. He's swinging it a lot. I want to see Duvall continue to do well, and and that's where I could live with with some of those strikeouts. But the guy just he's he's swinging for home runs every time he gets up, and that's not always the best thing to do when they're when they're trending hot. I got that. I think he's shortened his string his uh, swing a little bit. Uh, He's cut down on the strikeouts because he's went two for three, two for three, uh, three for four one night. So that tells you he's spreading the ball around the field. So you can say all you want, and and I hope he, <laughs> I hope he has a great season before it's all said and done, because we're gonna get him on the show. I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna have to do to get him, and I'm gonna bring him, and I'm gonna let him tell you himself that 
he's a heck, still a heck of a ball player. And I want you to tell him, give him his stats when it's all <laughs> said and done, okay? I, you know, he's a big guy now. I, look, I, I'm just... And I, you're not. I, I'm saying it from, from the safety of behind the microphone. So... I, I'm just pointing it out that I'm glad to see he is he is improving as the Braves improve, and I just I still given given his recent success that may change, but I'm still throwing right down the middle, daring him to hit me. Well, uh, uh, don't worry, because if he'd be sitting over here while I'm sitting, he ain't gonna take much to hit you. <laughs> you know what? I, anyway, I, hear, I hear what you're saying about about Duval, but I'm wondering we've also got. An interesting possible dilemma uh, looming down the pipeline uh, with Dansby Swanson. Um, he won his arbitration, so the Braves are going to have to decide: do they offer him another contract, let him walk? Is he is he an important enough piece of the puzzle for the Braves to 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 pull the trigger on on a deal like that? You know, in my opinion, and you know, I've studied Dansby. I've, they got him to be the face of the franchise. Remember, they's putting him up on the all the signs. We first got him in the trade put all that pressure on him uh, as the young kid coming, and he struggled some. But Dansby, his defense is impeccable. He saves a lot of runs, and he's a streaky hitter. Uh, right now, he's on one of them hot streaks, and he is hitting everything. When Dansby drives the ball to right center field, then you know he's on, and that's what he's doing. When I was at the game the other night, right center field, if it would have been a little warmer, it probably would have got on out if this would have been August. So I think, in my opinion, if, if you can sign Dansby between 15, 16 mil a year for three years or so, you know, just in short increments, I think you re-sign him because it's hard to find a good, solid shortstop out there that plays every day. And Dansby can cover a lot of ground. Him and Ozzy are top not one of the top if not the top uh double play duo in the league you you just can't break that up and you gotta look at sometimes you might have to pay a meal or two over you know but in in my opinion i think you bring him back but with the braves as, as we've seen as we've seen we don't know right what you think OG? yeah i i think it's one of those where his off the field kind of leadership and and really on the field production, especially defense, really is worth it in in my opinion. And and just like T Bird said, I mean, let's do some short spurts. We don't need to sign a you know five seven year deal, and and pay him all this money. I, let's let's start small and work away. But yeah, he's he's one of those we we can't let anyone else similar to FF uh, go. Well, here's and, here's uh, here's my concern, and and I and I'm I'm looking at this from a lip. I'm eyeballing Liberty Media right now, and that's okay. I they always do it every year where there there's a statement or impl there's an implied confidence in the farm system that the Braves have, and we can go to the minor leagues and pull somebody up, pull a prospect up. So again. Maybe they're hopefully they're not two steps ahead in thinking that you know what he's replaceable. Um, I'm with you guys. I hope they understand his value, um, even when he does have have streaky hitting and understand that it's it's more than just about being productive on the field. It's what he means to the clubhouse, what he means to the fan base, and he's a hometown boy. No doubt, and, and you know him and Freddie. Freddie was his buddy, 
And I, I think it stung Dansby a little bit when Freddie left. And uh, so I hope that that don't play a part as well on Dansby's part. You know, he he might say, well, you know, I, I want to get out of here. I don't think that's the case, but I think you got to make a play for Dansby, make him feel safe. So you got to make him happy? I, I just think you got to try to sign him before his time, you know, that way letting him know, look, man, you're an intricate part of this team. You, you, you want our glues and we appreciate you. And maybe he'll give them maybe a, a hometown discount because I really think with Dansby's play, he could go to an American league team where everybody hits and just fit right in, you know, and his, all his hits would just be icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think looking at his position, shortstops are not known to be, you know, league-leading batting. I mean, that's not their role. Uh, he's got a very specific role, and he does his role for the Braves very well. And so I, I, I think you're right. I hope he doesn't kind of have too high of expectations because some off-the-field stuff and emotions and all yeah, that, I, yeah. I I hope you're right. I hope it's done well, and I really would like to see him continue. And I want him to do it early because I think, Atlanta fits Dansby. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's at home, and I think he fits there. He he he's a part of our aura with this team. So you know, yeah. Um, we're gonna just do a quick break in, guys. And uh, we always want our listeners to feel welcome. Let them know that we appreciate them. So we want to welcome Colton. Patrick and Rachel, thanks for listening. Please chime in and join the conversation. Um, it's an interesting one. I, I think that when it comes to talking about the Braves, you know, I appreciate the passion and and the insight that y'all show into really breaking down what your thoughts are. And because you're obviously fans and that it's good to hear in terms of uh, you really wanting to see this ring. Uh, look, see this ring. You, you Look, I did like a big T-Bird is flashing his, his right World on, Series buddy. ring. So... <laughs> Talk, talk to us a little bit about, about your new treasure, your new arm oh, candy. Man. You know, I, I've been trying to get down there to, to get that ring, me and my grandson. And let me tell you something. If you go get the ring at Truist Park, you better get there early, okay? Because I, I went to the box office, got my tickets, wasn't nobody in line. Got my tickets, man, we was good. I looked over there to go in. That line was three blocks long. And I I told Trent, and I said, what we going to do? <laughs> We kept walking. Which time did y'all get there? We got there at what five? A little after five. So imagine what time the person that was first in line got That's there. That's what I'm saying. But we had in the battery, we had to walk three blocks to get to the end of the line. And then let me tell you, this is the funny thing. This this cat was gonna try to we didn't got about middle ways. This guy gonna try to merge in with his family. He had a, a pretty wife and two pretty kids, and they were just and this lady in front of me, can I call her Karen? <laughs> she said, oh, what are you doing? Did you just get in line? And he was standing there just stone-faced, and he said, oh, yeah, we're just we're just getting in line. We're just talking. Oh, no, you can't do that. We've been standing in this line a long time. I mean, you've got to go in the back as well. He said, ma'am, just please be quiet. <gasps> he said that oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And check this out. So, I, so you know me now. Mm-hmm. I've been standing that line. My back hurt. My mm-hmm. knees hurt and everything. I'm leaning on my grandson. I'm like, hold me up. He said, granddaddy, what you doing? I said, man, you, I'm glad you're here. I mean, I'm failed. He said, uh, so I say, look, bro, 
Hey, the line is all the way back there. And that's where you need to be. Wow. I said, no. Because I said, if Mike Taylor standing in this line, you going to stand in the line. Good for you, T-Bird. I like it. So he uh, he turned around. He said, oh, these people. Oh, Uh-oh, he should have said people. that. Yeah, he, he was talking to Miss Karen. Mm-hmm. And Miss Karen said, did you hear that? He said, these people. I said, I said, hey, bro, end of the line is back there. She said, can you believe it? She said, uh, and both of them said, uh, thank you for uh, backing us up there. Yeah. I say, hey, I've been standing this line too now. He ain't gonna merge in there. Okay, how pretty his wife is. <laughs> so if, if it hadn't been two little nice teeny boppers in bikinis, Hooters, and they say, Hey, we work at Hooters, we're wondering if we can stand in line with you. Would you make them go to the end of the line? In that case, they better hoop their butts on back to the end <laughs> of the line, because it ain't happening today. <laughs> yeah, they should if they if they wanted to get in line in front of me, they just gotta bring wings. That's all. Wings. Yes. So you're you're easy. You're I'm, easy. I'm easy like that. Just wings, you know. Maybe a beer, throw <laughs> a beer or something. Dix has a low low price. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you guys. Look, uh, this ring is wonderful. My grandson loves it. I love it. And if you, uh, it's the nostalgia. Yeah. For for going in, getting yeah. the ring there, and then we win big, thirteen yeah. to two. It was just a great night. And uh, you know, me and Trenton had a wonderful time. And, and you're I part of history. Ring. You're yeah, part yeah. of history. They're giving away 40,000 of them one more time, July the 11th. So if you want one, you better get there. Deshaun. Deshaun. Oh, look, really? Can can I live? All right, folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be back and talk some Deshaun Watson drama. Y'all stay with us. Oh. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino with the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. We are back, folks, here live at Mission Bro Studios on a Friday night, six o'clock live. Join us. Join us weekly. We're here to talk sports. Let's get into a little bit of NFL, guys. We hadn't talked about that in a little bit. And Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. I think we dodged a bullet on that one, really. No doubt. Um, More and more we're hearing about, you know, he booked 66 massages and actually did 44, and there are 20-something lawsuits that are pending. 
it is a hot it's ham it's ham hot ass mess the boy is a freak i mean really he's just a freak i mean think about this it. this seems a little bit more than that though t-bird he a freak with a problem come on now don't all freaks have problems well he a freak i mean come on now you gonna book 66 massages he ain't even been hit that much <laughs> i mean come on come on og how long he been in the league he done this will be his second year he probably gonna miss yeah i look i mean the NFL season is a grind, and those guys go through a lot to I'm all for the a, a lot to yeah, it's needed. But there's a lot of drama and baggage and extra, you know, curricular stuff. That's that's a problem, and not only for the league, but for himself. I mean, he he, I don't know what his, what magic his lawyers or his uh, his agent did, but he got a big contract. And guaranteed. all of it is guaranteed. Two hundred something million dollars. I think a little bit of that is Cleveland is just desperate. They are so desperate to win that they went to hell. You understand? They they, they sold, sold their soul to the devil. I mean, but there are other quarterbacks that are good quarterbacks out there in free agency this year. I mean, like look at Jimmy Garoppolo, for example. Um, I mean, Matt <laughs> Matt Ryan is a good. Texas laughing. Look. Jimmy ain't better than Deshaun. I'm saying he's a he's a top level quarterback, but that, he was never on their radar. I mean, Matt Ryan was a free agent this year. No, he wasn't. Matt Ryan, he got a, traded. Yeah, traded. He was traded to the Colts. Okay, so he okay. wasn't a free agent. So are we saying they had two years to go? So are we saying? And, and and to me, the message that I hear from from Cleveland in this is: boys will be boys. This will all clear itself up. It's not as bad as it seems. It is, you know, bad. It, exactly. It, it I, I don't bad. think you can. There's no PR team that can kind of save this from being the disaster that it is. That you look like you want to say something. All I'm saying, if he needs to hook up on some rubbing tugs, I know a couple people. He doesn't have to get <laughs> lawsuits. Hell, he can call saying? me. I'll I'll do him. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll make that money. I'll make that money. I'll get I you will. A coupon, okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh my! And she be trying to get on me. I'm just saying, though. I'm I'm thinking of, of this as a business perspective, business opportunity. I'm about, all about creating multiple streams of income. Is so, that why you got all that coconut oil in your car? <laughs> And I saw I this saw, is going off the rails. And so I saw quickly. a bikini so strand <laughs> in the back of your car. Is that what you were you trying to find, Deshaun? <laughs> so, Got a road trip plan. I, I, right. I, I just think I, every time you look around, there's another allegation. Mm -hmm. There's another one. I mean, there's another one. And from the, from some of the stuff that I heard that he was doing was totally uncalled for. And I wonder if he having some kind of a he, he ain't been hit enough to have CTE yet. I think I think you blame porn. I mean, how many how many episodes start with a massage and end with a happy ending? And I think that there's just this fantasy that's created when somebody's rubbing on your body that you got to get some kind of benefit from that rather than just the actual service. What dicks? You can't blame porn. If that was the case, I would be I would have restraining orders against <laughs> clowns. Okay, that's not the case. Did you say clowns? Clowns, grandmas, clowns. <laughs> I need help, you know, but what I'm uh, saying is BetterHelp wants to sponsor us. They can uh, send the check to Cartersville, okay? Uh, no doubt. What do y'all think is the problem with him? I mean, uh, it, 
uh, it seems like he's in denial. I think it's, I personally, I think that this is behavior that is not new. I think that he's finally being called out on it. I think again, it's, there's an entitlement and a privileged, um, um, mindset that he has in terms of he can do whatever he want to do and whatever, whatever service that he wants that, you know, he, he just, he just, he just can get that. He, he, you should serve me because I'm Deshaun Watson. And I think that this is finally, um, backfiring on him. Yeah. It's, he's never been told no before, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, that, that kind of mentality. And I'm, I'm this quarterback and I'm the, you know, the guy, but, but let's look at the Browns. Um, they also have, uh, Kareem Hunt who has his, his, had his issues in the past. Like, are they just the team that, you know, the Dallas Cowboys had a couple players like that in, several years ago. Um, and then the Cincinnati, uh, the Bengals uh, several years with, with Marvin Lewis had had a reputation there. So are they just the modern team that will just take anybody if they're talented and, and have potential? I think they want to win. They want to win now. And I think they realize that they have a small window to do that. That's in, right. And That's they're, will, they're willing to sell their soul to the devil. That's exactly that what opportunity. they Because if they did an in-depth uh, background which they said they did they had to, they know, had to this, know this was coming they had to know and and let me throw this in mo if you're deshaun watson you already wealthy before you signed the big deal with them mm-hmm. all right just keep it simple just go hire you right just go hire you some 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 hookers <laughs> really look wait a minute now i'm <laughs> filming now i'm trying to i'm trying to be serious if he if that's what he needs have them be uh, a dress up like they massage therapists. Tell them exactly what they need to do it. It needs to be consensual. I can't look you in the this eye This person right now, needs T-Bird. to know what but, they're getting but, into. But these massages. These so ma- consensual. Look, we've, got, right, we've, but, got a, we've got a question. <laughs> Let's just stop this now before it. How long, how long does Deshaun Watson need to be suspended is a question that Colton is asking. You know what? Uh, if all this is true, I, you know he got to at least get the year because they gave uh, Calvin Ridley uh, a whole year for gambling for gambling what three hundred dollars, two hundred fifty, fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars. So what, is, uh, is this, there a crime? Is this, is there a defense? Is there a violation of any kind of code for the NFL? What what's 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 the problem here? The, the player conduct that they they always talk about, but it's it sounds like it's just talking points and not a real thing, but the, the, the player conduct policy and that's Roger Goodell though. That's what he does, but they need to like one or two is one thing, but at this size and scale, like that, come on now. Something's gotta be done. If you want to know the truth, but I'm telling you, we didn't do anything with Robert Kraft when he got caught in the, that's true. They waited they wait long pot, enough for him to go away. Then they, pot, meat, kettle is yeah, all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, you, <laughs> I mean, but I'm telling you, for all these athletes that need what he need, that's what you do. Just go get a beautiful woman that... that please don't call her a hooker. I'm not. Please. Just, I'm, okay. Just go get a beautiful woman <laughs> that, that gives a willing you services woman. for pay. Put her in a a, a, a a physical therapist suit and let her tell her to do whatever you need. It's called prostitution, and that's illegal in this country. 
Well, except in, nah. except in Nevada. Hey, nah. they, ooh, he could, well, he, he, could get, he could get him a beautiful girlfriend he and could, dress up and tell her Las to Vegas it. team, the Raiders can take him on. That way he can do whatever he wants there and, and not get in trouble. There I, you go. I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to say hi, you know. What I, I was it? just going to say, I, if he wants, I can orchestrate a trade to where Colin goes to Cleveland, he goes to Vegas, everybody's smiling. Yeah, literally. And Mo will throw in the coconut oil. There you go. I'm telling you. Well, I used to date Miss Sue, so I know what I'm doing. Now listen, you see, you you see how she does? Oh yeah. Now she'll throw me under the bus, and then she'll come with them. I didn't call punches. anybody a hooker. <laughs> Let's talk some more NFL. So Devontae Adams, you know, he kind of stirred the pot a little bit, if 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 you think, depending on which side you take. And compared Aaron Rodgers to, to I'm sorry, I can't say it with straight face. And compared Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Um, thoughts on that, gentlemen? So I'll say this. I, I think there's some hurt feelings because, in my opinion, the greediness of Aaron Rodgers and his contract prevented the Packers from being able to resign Devontae. But, mm. but Devont- Derek Carr was Devontae Adams' college quarterback now. Oh. So let's not forget. And so it's 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 familiar territory. It's not like they just had a couple of, you know, one-offs and and nothing formal. Like they've played together. They know. So I think it's it's still an unfair comparison. But again, it's it's more than just the quarterback. I mean, Aaron Rodgers plays for a very good team, and Derek Carr's team is growing and becoming a great team. So it's a little unfair, but Devante did not exactly answer it. Maybe the, the most politically correct way that De- he could Derek have. Carr is the automatic quarterback you get in a video game. You know, I mean, no offense, but his, his, his role and who he is, there's, there's nothing dramatic or outstanding or, or extraordinary about his play at quarterback. He just does his job efficiently and, and, and well enough to help his team. So let me tell you what happened. What, I know what happened. What happened? Devontae Adams, the reason why he wanted out of Green Bay is he got mad because every year they had to deal with Aaron Rodgers with all that crazy stuff he was talking about. The team ain't doing him right. Uh, He didn't get no say here. He was holding him up. He didn't know whether he was leaving or not. Devontae got tired of that. Mm -hmm. This is what happened. Uh, He got tired of dealing with that. So he wanted out because every year it was about Aaron Rodgers and what he gonna do. So he said he wanted to get out of there, and that and that shot to uh, about Carr. I just think that was his way of kind of hitting Aaron Rodgers yeah. in the side without hitting him. Yeah, and you know he know that Aaron Rodgers is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Carr ain't even close to that. Not even close. And, and certainly he had a much more in depth answer. But as media does, they copy and paste and just you know left out a few Uh-oh. a few things. But he went into more detail, but it was taken out of context. So very different things but yeah he definitely stirred the pot with with how he answered the question yeah i mean he, he really got upset about aaron doing that every end you got to think about the other players they basically in green bay stopped time for aaron Rodgers. they did they mm-hmm. they said we're gonna let aaron decide what he wants to do and uh we're gonna do everything we can to keep him and because if you take if you take their head coach he knows that Aaron Rodgers is the reason, a part of the reason why he's got a record that he does as a head coach. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, he got to appease to him to, to keep being that, uh, considered a top flight head coach because you got one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. How many Super Bowl rings does he have? He one. only got one. One. But he is a great quarterback. He's in it every year, but he's only one. He, he's he's won the big game he's once. He's only, only won it one time. All right. Well, folks, we're going to take a break here on the Couch and Tennis Sports Report. We'll be back to talk some NBA Finals. Stay with us. We are back. We are really all this crosstalk. I got a problem with it. All right, Mo. Yeah. She watch it. Step she might get the whip on you. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for you to show. I know how to use it. I know how to use it and oh, not leave yeah. a mark. The shot. <laughs> all right. Let's talk some NBA Finals. Game four is tonight. Uh, Boston is up two to one. Uh, Steph had a scary moment with a little injury, but he's supposed to play tonight. But Boston is clicking on all cylinders, and they look good. Um, Golden State, however, looks a little um, out of rhythm, out of sorts. I don't know that that'll continue for the entire series. It, do you think it's been a good series so far? Have you enjoyed watching it? Yeah, I, I think it's been a good series. I I, I really believe that, uh, like my buddy uh, Dex Stir said <laughs> earlier, that uh, Boston needs they needs all, they need all their players to win. Golden State does not. Now with with uh, Steph being hurt, I think that's going to present a problem. Mm -hmm. I really do. I'm still picking Golden State to win, but there's an uh, you know I, I not maybe with I'm not as high on it as I was because Boston is playing gritty. Al Harford is is. You know he can pick and choose when he plays out of his mind, and and they everything's working. But I think if they lose one of those players, that then it could be a problem for Boston. So look at let's Boston didn't have all of its players, you know, throughout throughout leading up to conference finals and whatnot, and they were able to piece it together. I think if Steph 
is the guy in goals. If he is not Steph Curry like, I think they're gonna struggle. And I I would I think it'd be a stretch if they won. If he really it's not that big of a deal and it's it's doesn't affect him, then yeah, I think I think it's irrelevant. And yeah, he you know he was hurt or whatever. But if he plays and plays like himself, I think I think it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be a good series either way. But I think if Steph is actually hurt it's going to pose a real problem for them. Can I, Mo, am I talking Japanese or something? Mm. Ain't that what I just said? Well, you know, there were, there were, there were some slight difference in nuance in, in what OG I'm speaking but, Swahili. That's <laughs> why I just said that. But see, Golden State's got a lot going on because they got Steph stuff. And now just breaking here is their assistant coach is going to be the new, uh, Kenny Aston is going to be the new head coach of the Hornets. Shouldn't he not be interviewing right now shouldn't he be game planning for for game four he's not nah, as important as he, mike no nah, he's he, he's he's not as important as uh mike um what's his like what's, what's his last steve, name steve kerr no steve kerr. no there's mike this black dude assistant coach board oh uh, yeah he's 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 he's, he's, he's now the, if he were he were interviewing then we'd have a problem well, with that he's, guy. yeah you, you talking about mike brown yeah he's the mike brown is the top assistant yeah but he's already got his job but I understand what you're saying, OG, but I mean, he can interview because his work comes in practice whenever that's why, you know, so you notice during the game, he's, he's probably third in. So, you know, uh, good for him. Player comes in, sits down beside him. He admits some stuff, but yeah, he can interview. And I just, there's and just, a good coach. He's a good coach. Yeah. It, it's just, there's a there's more distractions that, that we are there publicly that we know on Golden State than, than Boston. Boston seems That's very focused. That's not a distraction though. That's not a distraction. I, it just really He's feels. He's a former Hawks assistant too. It just really feels as if Golden State has kind of been phoned it in for the most part. I, I don't know if it's, you know, any expectations in terms of what they expected the season to be, if they really expected it to be easier or they just don't seem to be playing at a, at a championship level right now. I don't know if it is maybe some injuries that haven't really been talked about, if there's maybe some things going on in their head, but they, they really don't look like a, a, a solid unit out there. Well, the, the only one that, and I, I, I hate to say this because I don't know the guy, but Clay Thompson, I think he's an arrogant guy, and I do not like him. You think Clay Thompson's arrogant? More, I, Steph I, Curry does Steph a freaking Curry? shimmy. He shot a three-pointer and no, didn't no, even no, look listen, at the goal. Stop jumping on me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't heard what I said. Y'all don't know the reason why. When, when Clay Thompson does an interview, he just seems like he thinks that he's a, the god of three-point shooters. You understand? And I didn't like his demeanor. Okay, so and, you're and going and I one time either. back in the day, and I don't T-Bird like right. and I don't like Clay Thompson straight nose either. Really, it's I, can't straight. Even, I can't even deal with you. It's who, just who's, a straight who's winning nose. tonight? Is it is the series going to get even at the night? Or is Boston going to take a commanding three one lead? I, Drew, you, what you got? I I think the based on how the Warriors are playing, they're very streaky, hot and cold, and it it's unusual because like like you said mo they've they're just not the the warriors teams of of the last couple of years so i i could make the case that boston could take the 3-1 lead here uh at, tonight yeah um and and you going to let me not, say mine uh, look okay oh sorry go ahead yeah <laughs> you see that did you see that og so don't, don't bring me in. I was this looking now. at some stats and she I forgot just I wanted to give you over overread. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh I think I really think it's a toss up. I, I 
it's hard for me to say either way because Boston is playing with a lot of uh, uh, uh and gut and scratch. They're playing with a lot of what? Uh and gut and scratch. <laughs> And 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 I do think uh, and I but I think Golden State gonna come out try to get off to a good start tonight and try to get a lead and not play from behind uh, with Steph's injury. That way you can manipulate it a little bit. And Traymond Green, Traymond Green gotta gotta play like he got some kind of basketball. He had sense. two points. He had two, two points. Yes, but it ain't about him with all his scoring. He need to shut his mouth and play defense and stop all that. Hookla Hockla with, you know, trying to get in everybody's head. You see him? They need to throw his butt out the game is what they need to do. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that um, moving forward for tonight, the game will be about who has the stronger bench. Um, that last game really wasn't a lot of bench production out of either team, and the starters were really carrying the load. And I think that's going to be a problem long-term, maybe possibly for some fatigue and some potential for some injuries um, with that factor. But we're going to have to more have, – we're going to have to have a team effort. You're not going to be able to – Curry had 31, Thompson had 25. Um, you're not going to win a championship if you're not going to spread this out and get some help from your other, from your other important pieces. Yeah, Poole's going to have to be a port, an important part of it too. He's played well in these uh, in these finals. And I think, again, I'm, I agree with you, Mo. He's going to have to give them something. Yeah. All right, guys, one quick thing. We'll get on to our last segment. Um, so you've got PGA golfers. They're abandoning ship, heading to Saudi Arabia. They're joining the LIV tour, the 35, whatever, how you want to say it. But there, there's a lot of money being dangled. I read that there was some, like, 10 players that were suspended from the PGA yeah. because they decided to sign on. But it's 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 follow the money. What do you think? Is this, is this signaling a new era for professional golf? And I quote, they don't care. The money they getting paid, OG, would you would you catch the next flight to Saudi Arabia? They're getting stupid money. Yes. So just to be there, just to sign. Right. It, it's it where PJ Tour they they've really to get good money they got to really win and and be on and this is just stupid money just to show up. You so, ain't even got to win. Yeah, you just you just show up. You just show up. You ain't even got to win. Who wouldn't do that? And then you can be off on the weekends because you can pick the tournaments you want to play in. Yeah. $100 million to play in two tournaments. I'm gone. What you got, Diggs? Um, you know, uh, for anybody out there that's uh, with the LIV tour. Bitskalem um, <laughs> Arabi? For the love of Allah. How about that? And, <laughs> I'm and, coming. And Diggs, <laughs> tell everybody what the LIV means. It is the Roman numeral for 54, and it represents if every hole is played with a birdie, you should have uh, 54 or something like that. So I think you so only plan a total of 54 holes, right? Right. Numerals, yeah. yeah, where normal PJ Tour is, is four 72. rounds, so, so you play 72 holes. Yeah, so, so they playing less golf and making more money. More money. Did you hear me, OG? Show me more money. Twenty-five million dollar purses. The 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 ending the season ending team championship. Fifty million dollar purse. Hush your mouth. Fifty million dollar purse. And the most that they make in PGA for a single tournament is four million dollars. Yeah, I think I the master. That, I think the masters. It don't it, even pay that. Right. Stupid money. Still, that's what I'm saying. Did they just? Outcapitalize America? Yeah, Saudi Ooh. Arabia. Come yeah. on, them kings and princes and princes, princes. <laughs> Where's their NFL franchise? When's that coming? 
it's, it's probably gonna coming. It's not gonna happen. But think about it. You're gonna see more guys leaving the PGA if if they're gonna give them that kind of money. Right. So they no don't brainer. care if you. They don't care if they get suspended. What? 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 For what? Like oh, I ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> American Express will sponsor you in Dubai. That's all I'm saying. Right. And also to those guys that they're listening. Lebasalik. <laughs> So wrong. All right, OG, you're up, bud. This deep breath. Go to your go to your neutral corners. T Bird, let me tell you something. What wait a minute? What what segment is this, Mo? What Mo, is it? What is it? Let me let just, 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 me. Can you let the man just you already me. chomping at the bit? T Bird, I'm gonna tell you something here. I'm gonna tell you how it how it should be. And you go ahead and try to tell me why I'm wrong. You heard? Okay. I, I'm with you. In professional sports, the salary cap is a stupid idea. Tell me why I'm wrong. Man, that's two weeks in a row. No, no way. No way. No way. Let me drop the mic. No way. Wait a minute. Look, you're going to have to do better than that because you're saying stuff that I agree with. I think the salary cap is a stupid idea. I, I, I just think that you can't build a dynasty with, with, with the salary cap. You 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 just can't do it. You can't keep people. Think about it. That the NFL draft. You draft a kid. You he plays through his rookie contract, and if he's good, you might not be able to afford him. When it, when his rookie contract up, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my why life. Do you, why do you think they? Come on, let's let's do a little little info. Why why do, why is there a salary cap? Come on, explain but, but to the see, people. So the salary cap is is to kind of level set so that th- we don't have a New York Yankees where just the, right. the richest owner, uh, you know, buys can a, buy a can buy tra- trying to buy championships. So this year, the NBA salary cap is like $122 million. NFL is $208 million. But then there's all these rules about, you know, uh, share, <laughs> revenue sharing and all this other. Like, what's the rule here? What is the, what is the number? And it's all change. That's, that's, that's all... T- just let's just either do it and have a flat number, make everybody have to meet it, right. or like the like baseball, no salary cap right now. Right, no no salary cap, and I, I you know Mo, I'm, I'm telling you, you can't. You remember when we were kids? The NFL. I I was a Dallas Cowboy fan when I was a kid. Roger Staubach, Drew Pearson, Tony Dorsett. I knew everybody on the offensive line, the defensive line, and uh and, and everybody. Because they were there year after year. And now, I don't, even as much as I love my Atlanta Falcons, I don't know who's going to be here from year to year. Yeah. And it's terrible. That's terrible news. You you can't even, you buy a jersey, that guy might not be here next year. I saw a lady at uh, a restaurant that I was at the other day, Cracker Barrel in uh, Carrollton. And she had a, she had a Freddie Freeman Atlanta Braves. Oh, oh. Sort of I want. I wanted to stop on the radio. Come on now. Oh snap! I was at a restaurant, local restaurant. Sorry, maybe they'll send us a check. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to stop by her table and say I'm so sorry because you can't <laughs> sure. wear that. You can't wear that around here. But like, you know, at the game, you know, people love who they love, and it was a bunch of Freddie jerseys running around. So you're gonna have that. But I, I OG, I, I, I again. 
you over two. I gotta agree with you on this one because I think the salary cap is just a terrible, terrible thing. It just makes it makes the players a commodity, and and just gone are the gone is the loyalty on both mm. sides. It, I, I mean, it sure th- does. Excellent point. There's, I don't know if ever again we'll have a Derek Jeter you know play their entire career with one team, and Peyton changed teams. Tom Brady changed like it's because of the salary cap. It just it makes it a commodity and, and just these are players and bodies and not people. And that tells you when the players are talking for the team that they're with, they're lying because they're, oh, yeah, I love the people. They are like, nah, okay, well, uh, they're not going to give you the money, okay? I'm going right next door. Oh, I love the people. I love the team. It's just all a fiasco and I'm tired of it. Yeah, which you got that point. Um, I can tell you why. Um to be quite honest with you, it really doesn't work in every sport. In baseball, it works because you can have like an Oakland A's come up and challenge everybody. You know, in when you have like a, um, a salary cap in other sports, it really does kind of even things out. But it also kind of makes everybody aim for the one person that's making the most money. So if somebody like Tom Brady wants to bring in somebody better, you know, he's got to give up a little bit of salary. And that's... That's what when he does. That's what he's forcing things to, you know, play like a team. But see, that also goes to the advantage of the the owners because if they're like, listen, if we know we only have to pay this exact amount, then we can figure out, you know, how much popcorn is going to cost, how much how much we're going to charge for. That's beer. right. But if and everything is- goes up, you know, everybody else's stuff goes up. But they got to sell everything. You know, it just drives everything up. But see, there's a reason why. Yankees are, are one of the most hated teams because you know they they try they to buy, buy teams. and then you've got these small market teams that, that or or like a Paul Brown for example that just don't don't invest in the team like right. they should Cincinnati and, and so there's a I mean it's a debate yes but I I I think it's a dumb idea either do it or don't but luxury tax and sh- sh- revenue yeah, sharing okay. all that like no I'll no, no let's that. yeah and that, you know and switching a little bit that's what the Hawks facing they trying to figure out. Tony Wrestler said, "Yeah, I don't. We'll go over the the luxury tax to get some better players in or whatever. Bump the luxury tax. I mean, why you gotta have a luxury? Everybody already making money. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just I'm I'm with you on that, Drew. I just I just hate that we can't build a dynasty because of that, and only one or two teams can. Yeah. But, but man, one more thing before we go. These guys, I know they want to make their money. Okay." But like like Tom Brady did, you know, he he been giving back a lot of his salary to get these players. He gonna get his money. All they did was put it on the back end. And I don't understand why a lot of these other guys won't do it. You still gonna get your money, the now, guaranteed money. No, now Brady and Peyton when they restructured, that Ryan did it too. It, they they had. I mean, this was their second, third contract. Yeah, so yeah. so they've made they've made some they money made, in the NFL. Come on. And. At that level, like, do you do you really need like what's the difference between thirty five and forty? That, like, that's what I'm saying. So, I, it, it that's why they have had good teams because they have taken less so they can bring in other talented folks. And then Tom Brady done already set up a situation where when he st- so I'm retired, he going to uh, Fox. I think is is it Fox Fox for hundred and twenty five million dollars, and he ain't said a word yet. <laughs> Or whatever, but but it, he still ain't. They don't care if he got experience. They don't care about nothing. They just know he Tom Brady 
Give him the job and let him talk. There you go. Ratings will come. I mean, you know, I watched the the Peyton and Eli on. It's like, that's an enjoyable thing because they is. the. It's fascinating to watch them break down a play. And if that's for the football fan that want to know the the X's and the O's and the N's and the outs, and I, I love it too because he telling you when he says Omaha, I'm, what do we mean? He he telling you that. He telling you he's in a two okay, they're in a two deep zone right now, and he should have that slant work. I mean, you know, I love that. Now, Mo, you might not like that. I love I love anything Peyton does, commercials, football, whatever. Oh he's my, my favorite. God. He's got a personality. Oh, he's my favorite. Oh. All right, got gentlemen. A big head, too. Really? I mean, what's with <laughs> the insults? You gotta go there, what's with too? the insults? All right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure this evening here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Guys, join us next week live Friday. We're here every every week. Join us on Podbean, like us on Facebook, sign up to get alerts on our email. Um, We'll see you next week. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Peace. We out.